Brad. Welcome to the Target Athletics Podcast. I'm Joshua Rempel, and today I'm joined by John Malofsky, and we're going to be doing part two in our nutrition series podcast. Right. Good morning, Thanks. John. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Yep. Um, so to start off today, we're kind of just a quick overview. We're going to be talking a little bit more on um, kind of macros, right, and going over how to count calories and all that stuff. Um, but before we get into that, I just wanted to go back on, make a quick note on the end of podcast, uh, I don't know what number it was, but it was our first nutrition podcast, the last one we did. And I had made, at the end of that, kind of talked about how all calories in and all calories out are completely equal. And they are and they aren't. I don't think it's a completely wrong statement. But I did want to kind of clarify it a little bit in the sense that if you're eating, again, let's say 2,000 calories of quality food, you're going to have a much better um, efficient energy, um, probably better sleep, better lifestyle than if you're eating like just 2,000 calories of crap. Right. It's like if you go to the gas station, right, you're getting gas. You can get... 81, I guess you could get, I don't know, low, low gas, right? Donuts, maybe. Or you could get 91 octane, right? It's all gas, but what's going to run your car a little bit better? What's going to run the engine a little bit better, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's... It's all 10 gallons of gas going in, but... Right, same volume, totally different effects on how your engine or whatever is going to perform. Right. Yeah, so... At some level, it absolutely matters how much, and again, we're just calling calories basically energy, units of energy, right? How much you're taking in of that and how much you're expending throughout the day. And that expenditure comes through working out, walking, living, brain function, organ function, um, all those things. And so everybody who has a fairly consistent lifestyle and activity level has a baseline of what they need to perform those tasks. And if you bring in more fuel than you're than you use, you got to store it somewhere. And if you bring in less fuel than you need, eventually you run out of fuel. That's right. And so aside from quality, um, there is absolutely a quantity issue let's say Mm -hmm. now once you get the quantity right quality is very very important and that's important for avoidances of diseases how you feel throughout the day how you sleep at night um, how easy your body switches between sources of fuel to perform the tasks that you're doing all those things absolutely yeah okay hopefully that cleared up any maybe maybe there were no misconceptions i don't even know <laughs> i just kind of left uh and thought about it and i was like oh, i hope that didn't come across as it's a calorie in, it's a calorie out because it is and it isn't right well it also varies on the person right so if you're like a top games athlete or you're working just really hard that could be something where you might need more sugar 
like you were st- like you were talking about donuts or you know poor not I'm not saying that you need poor qualities of food but you need faster energy sources foods that can be digested quickly and kind of burned up fast yep. right like as a, like a game like take a games athlete or take take just intense exercise right, right. intense exercise right. yeah and it could be and it, and you can also look at nutrition and food as um as fuel and you can also look at it in health benefits too right like there's you know you could be only eating for fuel and you could only be eating for health yeah and it looks totally and different it's a totally different picture yeah absolutely yeah. and i think yeah that's a good point because also i think what you're kind of saying is like part of the reason diets or talking about diets is so hard is because there's so many variables out there and if you're talking about what makes a healthy diet right it, that's totally different than what diet do you need to be a top level performer. Um, and and you can get at these things from almost every different angle. Mm-hmm. You could be a top level performer on, you know, depending on what that looks like. You could do it on carnivore. You could it's do like it you vegan. Said, yeah. You could do it paleo. You yeah. could do it. Uh, it depends what your sport is too. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, And so... When, when you're talking about it, it's it's easy to forget those other aspects. Like I've, I've listened to so many different podcasts who talk about only general American health. Mm-hmm. And I was getting real frustrated before I figured out what they were what they were aiming at because I was taking it as like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like not all sugars and carbs are bad, right? right? They have their place. Yeah. But when you're talking about somebody who's sedentary, mm-hmm. already, you know, in the obese area, right. right, which is what I don't even know what the percentage is of American population, but it's actually quite sketchy. It's high. It's high. And so, but when you're talking about that population, that's a completely different conversation than when you're talking about eating food to perform or eating food to get out and ride your, ride the moto in the woods for right. six hours, right, right, or go pedal for four hours mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So, it's very, very contextual. Yeah, and it just needs to be taken into account because not all diets are equal, not all activities are equal, right. not all lifestyles are equal. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, you can't fit any of this into a box. No. Because no. every box is going to be different. Yeah, and that's why if you do want to make changes, like we said in episode one, the most important thing to do is just start tracking what you're actually eating, mm-hmm. being honest with yourself, and... uh yeah, getting it down and then taking a look at it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's interesting to look at what you eat. I know way back, uh, this was like right around the time the gym, the North Gym opened. Um, we were working together for some Olympic lifting stuff, and you had me track my food, and I was actually kind of surprised at how little I was eating compared to the amount of hours I was working and the time I was putting into the gym. It was it was definitely an eye opener. Yeah, and that was that was years ago, but it was an interesting thing just to just to track. Yeah, before I had ever tracked my food. So when I did RP for the mm-hmm. first time, that was the first time I ever like really tracked food. Yeah, but I'd been paleo. Yeah, um, but well, I was—that's a whole discussion, there too, right? <laughs> but <laughs> Eat I was, as much as you want. I was literally <laughs> eating like almost one of those tins—not a tin, but a plastic container of almond butter you get from Brolums. I was eating one of those every two days. Yeah, just by exactly. myself. I know. Dana had her own habit gone. Like, <laughs> but it's paleo. But it's paleo. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like 
you know, 3,000 calories of yes. nut butter. Over. 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 Yeah. Goodness. You're what you need. So yeah. that was, uh, yeah, it was eye-opening. All right. So getting in to a little bit of what we're talking about today, which is macros, um, macronutrients. So quantity, right? Macros are made up of carbohydrates, fat, and protein. Yep. <laughs> that is 100% correct. Um, yeah. And as far as quantity goes, tracking is, is your best bet. And you have to come up with a way to kind of figure out your, your needs for the day, right? So how do you figure out quantity in, in your macros? Yeah. So each one of those are basically assigned a number, right? So carbohydrates... One calorie, right, of carbohydrate is four grams. That doesn't One seem right. gram yes. is four calories. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. So you, had <laughs> you had it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Goodness. So one gram equals four calories per carbohydrate. One gram of protein is four grams. Or sorry. Jesus. Calories. Calories. And, and then... <laughs> Nine gram, uh, one gram of fat is nine calories. Yes. So as you can see from those, uh, very. Josh needs to start tracking his food again. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you can tell, fat weighs is is just it's it's denser. Basically, you could say, right? Yep. It absolutely. means more. Yeah. So when you're when you're looking at this and you're breaking it down, um, you can you can kind of figure out what those numbers, right? How many calories a day you're eating. Mm -hmm. You can put those in percentages. Mm -hmm. So like the zone diet, which was big in CrossFit back in the day, I think was 30, 30, 40, right? Yeah. So it was 30% it was protein, 30, 30 fat and 40 carb, if I'm not mistaken. I never really did the zone. I, I was didn't, a little. I was a little after the zone craze. Yeah, I didn't really do it either. But I saw the pie chart right. one time. Yeah. Uh, but that's just yeah. as an example of how you can do that, right? And right. then once you've done that, so you know those numbers: what what a carb is, what a fat and protein is. Then you have this percentage. Then you you figure out. There's some calculators out there that you can kind of figure out a rough daily estimate of of calories per your activity level height weight gender mm -hmm. right and that gives you a place to start then you can kind of work this mathematically and figure out okay i need you know uh, 200 carbs a day i need 80 grams of fat and whatever of protein yeah right um and so as far as macros go that's basically what it is right and it's just giving you a baseline um and a way to, to start organizing an idea around what you're eating, how you're eating, and how much. Mm -hmm. Right. So the way I like to set macros is um, is we, I take a, uh, an activity multiplier, right? So uh, depending on what your activity level is, you might be anywhere from like a 13 up to like a 15, you know, maybe a 16. Um, I like of to, what? So, so that's just kind of like a number. So if you... But what's that number represent? Calories? Per well, it's a multiplier by your body weight. Okay. Right? Yeah. So you're going to take... If you're a, like a sedentary person that doesn't go to the gym, you might be a 13, right? So you take your, 
your body weight, your total body weight, and you multiply it by 13, and that's gonna give you your total maintenance calories. Right. A, a pretty close An estimate. estimate. A yeah, close estimate. A place close to estimate. start. It's a place to start yep. on your total calories. Right. Right? From there, then you decide what you wanna do. You wanna do, you wanna go um, on, a, on a mass, or you wanna go on a cut, or do you wanna stay in the middle as I want maintenance? A mass. Well, so so if you want a mass, then, yeah, I want to get jacked. <laughs> well, then you have to look into your your um, your your total daily um, caloric intake. So then you can either add to that maintenance number or you can subtract. Right. So most of the time, people are subtracting. So then you set your deficit, right, or your your additional for the for the for the gain, right. And you set that in a percentage, and then you multiply it, and then you get your your deficit calories or your additional calories, and you either add that to your maintenance or you subtract. Um, and then you have your starting deficit or massing starting massing massing right. numbers. Okay, so real quick, because I, I might have sidetracked that a little bit. Um, the massing kind of threw me a curveball. Yeah, but the deficit <laughs> well, I had a plan there. Do. <laughs> People just want to tone. Do people want to tone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. People want to. Um, people want to be lean. The way you tone is by getting bigger muscles. That's right. And you add. You add. You add more lean muscle mass. Yeah. So I think the takeaway is change if, if your you want to tone, you need to mass. Yes. And you need to lift weights, and you need to not worry so much about aerobic. <laughs> just work. kidding. Some of that's true. Some of that's false. Yeah. Um, so if let's say we did we did the calculation, yeah, we got our set entry individual. Did yeah. we give him a thirteen times yeah. the body weight. We get twenty five hundred calories. Yeah. Okay. So if that person came to you and said, "I would like to um, lose lose some weight," yeah, what would, what would you put them as their baseline calories? Uh, well, it, depending on how much weight they needed to lose, would kind of determine. Um, what their deficit looks like, and it looks like, and it, it also goes off of their body comp, you know. So, if they're, you know, a large male, might be different than a smaller female. Okay. But I, what I like to do is I like to start with about a twenty-five percent deficit. So I'm going to take those twenty-five hundred. If they're at a twenty-five hundred yeah. maintenance calorie, I'm going to multiply that by 0.25, and that's going to tell me what my how many calories I need to take away from their maintenance number from that 2,500. Okay. Right? So that'd be about 625 calories. Okay. So you'd be at what, 1875 then? Yeah. 1875. Okay. So 1875 so, would be your new deficit caloric intake. And daily. You, daily. Yep. yep. And you yep. would run that out for however long as that person was seeing progress with that. Right. Right. Yep. And, and they would do that for as long as they continued to lose anywhere from a half a pound to maybe one and a half pounds a week, depending on right. different things. Right. But and and what that looks like from um, a body comp uh, way of looking at it is that you're you're trying to lose body. So anytime you go into a, a a deficit you're gonna lose some muscle mass mm -hmm. and you're gonna lose some body fat most so, likely yeah. right if you make that deficit too big you're gonna you're gonna start sacrificing more lean mass muscle mm -hmm. tissue 
in in relationship to body fat. You're going to shrink. Because it's, it's easier for your body to tear down muscle and break it down and eat it basically for fuel mm-hmm. than it is to, to work on the body fat stuff. So you need to stay, you want to stay in a deficit that provides you enough calories and protein basically to maintain your lean mass and, and work through and try and burn that body fat up. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so if you were massing on the flip side of that and you were 2,500 and you were just already at like 8% like beach See, body that's, ready. That's the thing. If you want to, if you want to do a lean body mass, you need to start at a lean state first. Right. So this this person, this still Sedent- set a, still sedentary. sedentary. Yeah. 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 But he likes to get his weights on. Well, or that's she. That's going to be. That's going to. That would change that multiplier. Right. So they eventually. like to. They like to get their weights but on. But to start, twenty five hundred yeah. calories is their yeah. still baseline, and yeah. they're like, I want to put. You know, I want to add some muscle mass, mm-hmm. right? So if you put them on a mass, what does that look like? So you're still starting at that 2,500 baseline? Yeah. And you need to add food then. Yeah, you need yeah. to be adding to that. And you could go as much as, you know, you, you're basically setting, I'm, I'm not sure what to call it, but, you know, the additional calories based off of a percentage. And I would start, depending on who they are and, and what their actual goals look like, and what their eating history is, is going to vary per person. But I would take, you know, fit 10, anywhere from 10 to, you know, maybe even 25% and add that on top of those maintenance calories. And the idea being when you're massing too, like if you, same thing, right? If you mass and you add too many calories in surplus, your body is going to start storing body fat because it, it muscle, building muscle takes longer than adding body fat, right? Which is it's a sad state, but that's just kind of how it goes. It's a it's a it's a tough one to to deal with. But yeah. if you're starting from a lean state and you want to add muscle, that's the best way to go. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But it's you got to be patient because it takes time to build muscle. Mm-hmm. And it, and if you again if you add too many calories to that too fast, right? In relation to how long it takes you to build the muscle mass, you're gonna a majority of that will be fat tissue instead of muscle tissue, right? Yeah. Right. Um, what about why does it matter percentage wise? Right? Like why what why does it matter if we go and again these percentages can be all over the place and they can be very personalized. Mm-hmm. But why does it matter if it's like twenty percent carbs, you know, I threw out a big a low one, fifty percent fats and then thirty percent protein, right? Or on the flip side, back to like the zone where it was 30, 30, 40. Right. Well, it could, it, the first thing that's going to matter is how you eat and how you like to be. You know, if you're more of a keto based person, if you like, if you do better with higher protein, um, well, that wouldn't be keto, but if you were, if you were high, if you did better with higher fat right. and moderate protein, then we would want to manipulate those percentages to work with what you're going to do. Cause I'm not a huge carb person, um, so I like to keep my carbs a little bit lower. Um, but for somebody else, it might be, it might be a totally different story, and they might be a higher carb person that needs to eat lower fat, and and may probably not lower protein. But I'm always pushing for more protein. It seems to be through our well shared experiences as well, but like everybody we've worked with through the gym and outside and people I've worked with through who have coached me 
Um, proteins seems to be pretty constant. Yeah. And, and you can have some variance in there on, um, you know, how much, how often you lift, how heavy you lift, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, compared to like, just an example, maybe an endurance athlete, mm -hmm. but the, there's still a number like point point six would be, I feel like on the low side, like yeah. pretty low side. Yeah. Um, per pound of body weight of protein needs daily. Yeah. Um, and usually when you're doing these, you're working these percentages and finding out your carbs and your, and your, uh, fats protein, you, you figure out first. Yes. Right. So mm -hmm. you set your protein number, you figure out how many calories that is, right. Do the math. Then you have what's left. And then from there you figure out the breakdown of what do I, what works best for me? Mm -hmm. Do I need fats and carbs? kind of equal do i need do i work better on higher carb lower fat right and on the flip side do i work better on higher fat lower carb mm -hmm. right um and and within that uh, just a side fact the two things that we have to have as humans to survive are proteins and fats right we can actually live without carbs yes now from a performance standpoint i believe you need carbs but you know there's people who argue You'll find, you could get on Google and figure, you know, mm -hmm. you could find whatever you want to believe. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, we kind of set protein first. And protein is, yeah, so you have to find your number. Like you get, you threw out 0.6, right? On the low side. On the super low side. And then I would say uh, a reasonably high side would be like 1.2 right. grams per pound of body weight. Right, and and then some people do it off per pound of lean muscle mass. There's 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 different ways of doing different it. calculators yeah. out there calculations. So, again, like I kind of just blindly go um, one gram per pound of body weight. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty and, safe way to go. Yeah, and if I'm like if I hit 200 for the day, yeah, and I'm weighing in at 225, mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm like close enough, right? Even right. 185 of protein in a day. Yeah, I'm like ah, I need to make get that a little bit up. Right. Because for me, also, what I find is the more, the more I hit that higher protein number of good quality lean protein, the less hungry I am. Yeah, satiation is yeah. almost all from your protein intake. Yep. Um, so with that, we got carbs not being necessary to live as a human, mm -hmm. but carbs' main purpose is as source of fuel. Right. Right. And you could get into super geeky on all that, but yeah. basically, that's what they do. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, fat is a source of fuel, yep. but it's also mandatory for the brain. Yeah. And so when you're figuring out these percentages, and let's say you're a high-carb, low-fat guy, mm -hmm. there's a certain point where you can't cut fats anymore or you will die. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, like bodybuilders are notorious for getting close to that. Yeah. Right? When they're cutting for a show. Yeah. Um, and so at some point... You're like, can't go any further down with fats. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I honestly, I don't know exactly what that point would be. I wouldn't want to come anywhere near that. I set fat percentage usually around 25% of the deficit calories. Okay. Yeah. And then protein, kind of already talked about that, but mm -hmm. you can think of protein as building blocks for the body. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And so um, I heard a kind of a cool example of, of to make that come through a little bit like let's say you go work and you're, you're eating you're under eating your protein just 
you don't even know you haven't been tracking whatever right. right and you start going to the gym start coming here and we do kind of an upper body day mm-hmm. right now the next day you're sore well you don't have enough protein in your body to like i'm not you're still going to be sore even if you have enough protein in your body that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is all those building blocks are going to go to the muscles that are sore right but then the next day we work legs and then you come in now your legs are sore well since you don't have enough protein in your body to to basically service yourself equally right <laughs> um all the proteins that we're working on the the upper body now just kind of shift and go down to lower body right and so you're just unable to build tissue and build yourself back up as quickly and as efficiently as you could if you had the right amount, if you were eating daily enough amount of protein yeah. for the activity that you're and pursuing. I would, yeah, exactly. And I would say that most people don't hit their protein goal in a day. Yep. It's, it takes a, a concerted effort to hit it. Oh, it does. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you want to build. You want to mass, yeah. or even just maintain and, and I'd say and maintain recover. because I the know. other the other problem with that is as we age, we're just naturally shrinking, mm-hmm. and like you got to have protein to be able to maintain your lean muscle mass, right? So getting that number right is is it's a big the biggest thing you can do, yeah. in my opinion. For me personally, I don't do this for necessarily nutrition clients, but I will set my own personal um, protein higher. So that I'm always trying to hit that higher number. So if you are tracking and you're on your own out there, maybe setting your protein just a bit higher. If that's something that is, you know, if you're looking for muscle gain or at least just solid recovery, um, setting it just a little bit higher so that you're constantly working for that higher number gets you gets you there. So. Yeah, for sure. And and the other part of that is consistency because this is like mm-hmm. whatever skinny dude out there wants to get bigger, right? And he's like, oh, I, I eat everything and I can't get bigger. And it's like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and you like track your food. Yeah. And yeah, they eat everything for two days and then they literally fast a whole day. Uh, yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, you okay. You got to eat. Yeah, well, consistent. You yeah. just got to be consistent. So yeah. if you eat, you, if you eat all the protein you're supposed to eat for three days, and then you're, you're half of that for the next two days. Right. Again, do the math. Like You're back. We're an amalgamation of our past. Right. Like, yeah. So, yeah. It's consistency's best case right. um, on all these things. Right. All right. Um, so one more thing on before we, we go away from our quantity here is you set your protein. You set your fat. Mm-hmm. You figure out how many calories that is. Right, you add your your total calories for protein, you add your total calories for fat, you take that out of your total deficit calories. Yeah. The remaining number is what you're going to use for your carbohydrates. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the simple way. Right, and and if you're like, I don't know what to get I, started. Right, I yeah. don't know what I work better on. Right, yeah. carbs or fats. You won't until you start. Mm-hmm. Putting some stuff on paper mm-hmm. and trying to figure this out. Yeah, there's no magic. There's no magic pill to any of this stuff. And um, you you get advertised that there's a magic pill, right? Everywhere you look. Yeah. But there's not. Yeah. It, it, uh, people have just set their own idea of what's going to work best for you. And basically, when you pay them, they force that on you. And then they make adjustments. If you're working with a one-on-one, if you have right. a template, 
you're just stuck with the template. Right, right? exactly. But if you're working with somebody one-on-one, you're gonna get real-time feedback. Right. But the other part of that is you're only gonna get real feedback is if you're following the plan that's been laid out for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the other thing that... And it takes time, it doesn't happen overnight. Exactly, you You gotta be patient, you gotta be consistent, you gotta show up. No shortcuts is what it comes down to. It just takes time. You didn't get there overnight, and you're not getting out of there overnight. Right. So. Yeah, I've heard, which can be comforting and it can be annoying, but however long it took you to get in the state that you're in is how long it's going to take you to get out of the state that you're in. Right. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Mm-hmm. There's also, you can you can quicken that pace up with consistency and And, and going else. And even just small jumps, yeah, you might not be from zero to the 100% where you want to be uh, necessarily quickly, but even those small, you know, five, 10% things that start to get the ball rolling, you start to notice the difference, you start to get some of the results, one whatever per- they one are. 1% things. Yeah, small things, you know, and uh, and they start to add up, and, yeah. and you're not even, everybody's, when they start on a nutrition program, they're always thinking about the end goal. Right, yep. and that's good. You got to have a goal. It might not be the end goal because you're never going to get the end goal. Hopefully, but, right? There's a there's a solid end, and that's when you don't have enough fats in your diet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to enjoy it. Enjoy those little wins, you know, yeah. and enjoy seeing those differences and the changes in energy and your better workouts and how you look and yeah. you know that kind of thing. You know, I think that's important to enjoy the journey, not just I got to hurry up and get to. Eight percent body fat. That's, that's a hard way to go. Well, totally, and it, and it's, and it's not, a long way to go. And it's a complete evolution because if you're say say you're you want to lose thirty pounds, yeah, and you're this person over here, and you lose thirty pounds, but you're the same person, uh, you're gonna go back to being thirty pounds heavier, right? Or back to where you were, or worse. So like, there's this whole holistic journey that has to happen, right? As you lose the weight, for you to get to that new spot mm-hmm. and then continue or continue to improve or whatever you want to do but but it's not just like you're saying it's not just this one thing a to b no you no. got to lay in those small habits exactly. you got to remember to grab your water bottle you know you got to remember to track your protein or whatever it might be those small habits over time are what creates the real change to get you to the place that you want to be or at yeah. least headed in that direction but yeah. if you try to just, I'm not going to eat for three days, yeah, you're going to lose five pounds and then you're going to gain back six right. because you're going to be gonna water just, weight. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to hit, you know, you're going to get so hungry that you're just going to like eat everything. Yeah. You know, and then, and then you're going to just be back in the same spot. So you got to, you got to take the time and put in those habits. Yeah. Create new habits, create new values. Which comes back to your previous podcast. Yeah. Create new identity along the way yeah and, and, you, and the other part of that is you got to burn that old shit off yeah you know the stuff that's that's holding you down the stuff that you is not pushing you in the right direction you got to get rid of it mm-hmm. yeah so. yeah anyways that's about all the time we got for today um so that was nutrition podcast number two with john Milosky. and um any last closing thoughts I said Milosky, it's Milosky, but sorry about that. I didn't even hear the difference. <laughs> it sounded good to me. Um, 
No, you know, the only the only thing I would say is just slow down, make small changes, and enjoy the journey. Don't don't try to just hammer it out to lose those ten pounds overnight. Take the time, lose those ten pounds over three, four, five weeks, whatever it might take, and really lose the weight instead of just kinda drop diet and then you're gonna just put it right Rebound. back. Rebound. Yeah. Yeah. And it's gonna be even worse. Yeah. Yeah. And eat your meat. Eat your meat or <laughs> or or meat no. protein. No. No. Well, yeah, you could eat that too. All right. But I would say meat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, and we'll uh, catch you next time. All right. Thanks. <laughs>